what is up my friends how are you guys by the time you guys hear this episode it will be december 16th the year is almost gone my friends insane so you guys today we're going to be talking about carrying your cross i think this is such an important conversation because in the community that i was in uh in the in the church i was in um this was taught in such a way that it nearly suffocated and killed people spiritually whether they recognize it or not um that is definitely the dynamic that was happening in me uh with the way they were talking about this and i just want to share with you guys you know some revelation that i've had over this past year i think it was this year maybe the end of last year um but i want to share with you guys you know carrying your cross um, I'm going to talk to you guys about what I was taught. And then I want to talk to you guys about the revelation the Lord gave me about that in hopes of inspiring you guys. But before we get into this episode, let's go ahead and pray. Let's ask the Lord to direct this conversation. And then let's jump, let's jump into this thing. So, uh, Lord Jesus, I thank you that you are with us, that you were always with us, Lord, even just on the drop of a hat. You know, we can call on you, Lord. Jesus, I pray that you will guide and direct this conversation. I pray that it will inspire people and encourage them to really uh, see carrying their cross, Lord, in a more um, way, in in a way that would uh, lead to freedom in their life, God. Um, You know, not what is typically taught in the church um, with this sort of oppressive um, mindset that's behind it, God. So, Jesus, I just thank you that, you know, we can talk to you about all this stuff, Lord. We can pour our hearts out to you. I pray that you please. Help me to communicate this to people and encourage them. And I pray, Lord, that you would help people just get a new perspective on carrying their cross and that um, they will, you know, get done listening to this episode and just come out with a little bit more clarity and perspective and freedom in their life, God. So I pray you would direct this conversation, Lord. Thank you for this time. And we just pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, you guys. So I was looking at my notes. And it looks like I'm supposed to talk to you guys about carrying your cross today. And I was like, dang, Lord, I really don't feel prepared. You know, I haven't been reading any of these uh, scriptures in regards to this. I've really been thinking about, um, you know, what it means to be a daughter of God and, you know, just the different journey that the Lord has me on. And you guys, I'll be sharing that with you guys, um, you know, definitely in the near future. I'm not really sure how I'm going to gear this podcast in 2021. Um, I don't really know. I'm like, Lord, what do you want me to do next? You know? I don't know, you guys, but uh, I hope you guys are getting some value out of it. I thank you for everyone who listens and has subscribed and even has sponsored the podcast. You're a wonderful blessing to me, and I pray God blesses you abundantly. So, carrying your cross, what was I taught? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so when I was in the church, anytime you were feeling burdened, stressed, frustrated, overwhelmed, beat down, manipulated, trodden upon, um, just flat out laid out. They said, that's when he means to carry your cross. And so I had a lot of, you know, confusion around this. Um, because you know, Jesus said the truth will set you free. He's come to give you life. You'd have it abundantly. Um, you know, you're supposed to live in peace and the fruit of the spirit, you know, God produces, um, Love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, self-control, right? All these good things within us. And uh, so it'd be really confusing when I would be feeling burdened or 
or frustrated or, you know, any of those emotional signals that we have when something's out of alignment. Um, I was taught that, you know what, dude, the Lord says, carry your cross, right? Crosses are heavy. It's not easy. So I was, I was not taught to use my emotional state. If that makes any sense, you guys, and I'm going to do another podcast about that. Eventually we're going to talk about emotions and our thoughts and how they're all tied together. But, uh, I was never taught how to, um, utilize how I was feeling on the inside and, you know, see that as indicators of things that need to change, you know, and making those transitions. So, you know, we were taught carry your cross. doesn't matter what's going on, how you feel. You just keep going. So anyway, I found myself in massive burnout. Well, anyway, over the last couple years, you know, um, I have been sharing my journey with you guys, you know, and the freedom that the Lord has been bringing into my life. And I remember when I was, you know, sharing on social media, Facebook, especially, uh, the different resources that God has been using in my life. A lot of Christian psychology, um, Dr. Henry Cloud and, and John Townsend, they have some amazing insight, um, you know, to how we are as humans, but from a biblical perspective. And I was soaking this in. I was just, it was like, wow, Lord, I, I, you know, boundaries, that book, have you guys ever read that? It it completely changed my life. Um, how people, how people grow. Uh, that was another fantastic book that I read and, uh, changes that heal. So those were like the top three books that I read. It was back in like 2017 that really, uh, was a massive catalyst to the healing that God had brought into my life. Well, as I was just freely sharing this information, I was having, uh, well-meaning Christians, <laughs> you know, messaging me saying, well, Ashley, you know, don't ever forget about the Bible, you know? And, you know, they're just sort of like making sure that I am being extra cautious. Okay. And, um, you know, and, and it was, I mean, I understood where they were coming from, but at the same time I was like, you know, uh, for you to assume that I'm not using the Bible or that, you know, that I'm not doing these things that you're saying is, is judgment on your part. You know, it was very frustrating. Uh, so I remember just like, you know what, Lord, I'm not going to share any of this stuff with anybody anymore. I'm just tired of it. You know, um, I got, I got tired of, you know, just people, you know, inserting their little opinions and judgments about what I was doing, especially from the Christian community. Right. And, uh, So I was, I was talking to the Lord about it one day and he just very plainly said to me, Ashley, if you deny the process that I brought you through for your healing, you deny me. And I was like, whoa, Lord, I never want to deny you and anything that you've done in my life. That's the whole point of me sharing this stuff so people can get some freedom in their life too. And so anyway, I don't know if you guys listened to the podcast I did on here talking about the difference between the spirit, the soul and the flesh. Okay. If you haven't go check it out, but, uh, your spirit is your emotions, uh, is your thoughts, your emotions, and your will. Okay. Or no, your soul, excuse me. Your soul is your thoughts, your emotions, and your will. Okay. So I took that definition that I learned about what the soul is and I ran it through the filter. I ran it through, uh, it was, uh, in Matthew, hold on, you guys bear with me. I think it's Matthew 15. Hold on, you guys. I was just looking at the scripture. The one that, oh, okay. Matthew 16. So 
you know, when Jesus says, whoever wants to be my disciple and deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. And then it goes on. What good will it be for someone to gain the world um, and forfeit their soul? I was like, this is interesting. So I was reading the scripture. I took that definition of what soul is and I inserted it. Okay. Soul means your thoughts, your emotions, and your will. So if you take that and the Lord says, uh, you know, what good, what good will it be for someone to gain the world yet forfeit their soul? By me not sharing the process that the Lord led me through, right? Of this healing that he brought me, brought me in into, right? I would be forfeiting my soul, my thoughts, my emotions, and my will. I can only speak from how God has worked in my life. That's the only authority I have. You know what I mean? Just like you guys, you can only speak from your own life experiences and how the Lord has worked in your life. That's the only, that's the only place I can talk from. And for me not to do that would be for me to deny my soul, right? In exchange, right? Gain the world. How was I going to gain the world? I was going to gain the approval and acceptance of the Christian community by doing what they think I need to be doing, right? You guys ever been around those bumper guard Christians? You know, like they're very, very cautious in what you say and what you do, right? To the point to where no one's even being authentic or transparent anymore about anything going on because they don't want to cause a stumbling block. So now you've got all these people hiding behind the word of God and you don't really know their story. You don't know how God's grace has penetrated it. You don't know, you don't know them. You don't know anything about them. You don't know where they came from. You don't know where they're going. You, you, you know, they're very just hidden behind the ideals of God's word. And so there's real no intimacy in those kind of relationships, very superficial. And so, uh, you know, being around, being in that, in that, I, I didn't want to, you know, go through that again. I told you guys that was another big struggle I had was guarding my Christian reputation. You know, I did that for years. I didn't want to be judged by the Christian community or, you know, not being seen as someone who doesn't want to serve the Lord or whatever. I was more worried about that than I was about, you know, how God is working in my life and how he's bringing me up, you know, what he's done because of the backlash. And it's funny because when you go back here to Matthew 16, you know, the Lord's talking to his disciples. Let's go to verse 21. It says, from that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Now, I'm not sure if it's Matthew, maybe it's Mark, but there's another place where the Lord's talking about this and, uh, where, and it says where he must be rejected. Okay. Now, isn't that interesting? How many of you want to be rejected? How many of you are, are in the position, uh, just emotionally, spiritually kind of within your own identity, within yourself to accept rejection, right? Do you feel pretty confident in that? I sure the heck didn't. And, and not, not obviously, obviously if I was willing to throw in the towel because I had some people messaging me, uh, criticizing me or buffering me, you know, just trying to like baby me. Does that make sense? Uh, you know, the fact that I was willing to not do, you know, just say, okay, Lord, whatever showed that, you know, um, I wasn't ready to accept rejection, you know, 
and then of course when the Lord speaks to you and you realize, wow, you know, we're gonna we're you know, I'm hurting God's heart by not sharing the grace with other people, right? I have a responsibility um as his daughter, you know, to to show and communicate what he's done for me. Because that's the whole point, right? We want we want Jesus to be glorified. We want the Lord to be uh, you know, um shown in our lives, and this is how it's done. It's 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 not done any other way. It's through us sharing our life and, and sharing our testimony, right? That's how we over, overcome overcome the enemy by the blood of the lamb, and the word of our testimony, God's forgiveness in our life, and us testifying to that. You know what I mean? So I was trying to find that scripture that says rejection, you guys. But anyway, so the Lord is telling His disciples, "Hey, I got to accept rejection," and you know, saying this is what they're gonna do. And then, uh, you know, and then of course, you know, uh, Peter says, no, that'll never happen. Right. That'll never happen to you, Lord. You know, and of course, Peter doesn't want his Lord to die. You know, he's, he doesn't want that to happen. None of the disciples asked to put Jesus on the cross. Yo, it was only the religious community. By the way, they're the only ones that are ever going to persecute you anyway. It's never going to be the world. It's always going to be the religious community. It was the religious community that put Jesus on the cross. It's going to be the religious community that criticizes us for, you know, sharing God's grace with people. Isn't it funny how more, how people are more hooked on God's, on God's wrath than they are as grace and forgiveness, but that's, we can save that for another podcast. So, you know, he goes, get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. What is God's concerns? That the world be saved. Jesus had to get on the cross in order for the world to be saved. We have a testimony in our life that the Lord has given to us that we have to share so people can be saved, right? You need to be so secure in a relationship with the Lord and what he's done and comfortable in his grace and his love for you and his mercy, right? That you are, you share it openly, right? There's no fear or what's the word, word you guys, uh, you know, shame. There's no shame because you're so, you're so confident in the love of God. You're confident in what he's done for you. You should be confident. We should be confident, church. Oh my gosh. This is the foundation of everything that we do. This is why Jesus did what he did. And he goes, you do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. So again, the concerns of God, God wanting to redeem the world. God wants to redeem the world through your own story, through the practical wisdom and knowledge, through the practical, just through the everyday things you've been through, everyday struggles, struggles that are common to man right? Relationship struggles, marital issues, issues with your kids, right? Relationship problems, financial problems, career problems, life problems, addictions. Insert here, you guys, there's all kinds of stuff that the Lord delivers people from in very practical ways. And for some reason, I feel like we've missed that in the church. You know what I'm saying? There's people out in the world who are looking for healing. Everyone who came to Jesus, it was for practical things, diseases, sickness in the body, right? Are there not sick people in the world? Uh, adultery, right? You know, marital issues, relationship issues, all this kind of stuff. You guys are so many things. And that is what drew people to the Lord. They're like, Hey, we've got these common problems. Look what this guy's doing. He's healing them. He's redeeming them. He's saving them. He's providing for them. Like we want some of that. That's, that's the purpose of God's grace. It's supposed to be so tangible in the context of your life. And you should understand it so well that you can communicate that to other people, right? And not be concerned with merely human concerns. What are human concerns? I don't want to be rejected. I don't want to be rejected by the Christian community, right? Those are supposed to be the people that you're looking to, right? To encourage you, 
You know what I'm saying? But there are going to be people, you guys, I hate to say it, there are going to be people in the church that um, are more concerned with, you know, being right in the law. You know, like I said, the Pharisee mentality, the religious spirit. And they might not even know they have it. And you know what? By God's grace, you know, maybe people can have conversations, right? And 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 talk about this in a way that, you know, will bring some, uh, you know, just have a sober conversation, bring some clarity, bring some insight. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, you guys, uh, carrying your cross is when you are so confident in the grace of God in your life, what he's done for you, that you're willing to do and share, right? When I say do, I mean share the grace of God. Share the process the Lord led you through to the freedom that you possess. Your freedom, your healing, all of that good stuff that he's come to do. Being willing to share that regardless of who is saying whatever they're trying to say. Whether it's the church, you know? And, and, and again, it was the religious community that was rejecting him. The hands of the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, right? They were the ones. So be comfortable, right? Carry your cross in such a way that you're so confident and secure in the love of God that you're not all concerned with how people are going to see you or what they're going to do or what they're going to think. That's going to be completely irrelevant, right? Because you're so um, in love with Jesus, right? You're so consumed in that, that there's nothing that's going to get in the way of that relationship. When you're passionate about something or someone, you're going to do whatever, right? You don't do it out of this, oh, I have to, but you're like, wow, you know what, Lord, this is amazing. You look what you've done for me. I want to share this with other people. You know, I want to share the grace of God. And, uh, you know, that should be our fuel. That should give you the fuel you need. So you guys, I just want to share that with you. That's what it means to carry your cross. Carrying your cross is you living out your thoughts, your emotions, and your will, right? In those, in this world, regardless of what other people around you say, think, or do, whether they agree with it or if they don't, Right. Everyone on this planet is made in the image of God and we are supposed to be walking in our authority that he's given to us, right? God's given us a will. He has a will, right? We, we, we're supposed to be equally yoked with him, with the Lord, right? The Lord's teaching us and then we use our will and, come, you know, we submit to his will. We come underneath of that, right? Do you, do you uh, compulsively share your testimony because that's what the Lord says to do? Or do you willingly do it? Do you use your will and your relationship with the Lord? right? Like, Hey, I want to do this, you know? So anyway, you guys, um, I just want to share that with you today. I hope it gave you some encouragement, a little bit of perspective. Um, it really changed my perspective massively, uh, when I had that revelation about what it means to carry your cross. So you guys don't be discouraged, carry your cross, um, live out the grace of God in your life in the testimony and the process that he led you through wherever, you know, wherever, wherever you have the greatest amount of freedom in your life right now, right? You know, it's your responsibility now to communicate that to other people, you know, and to be confident in that and to share it, you know, share it with your family, share it with your friends, you know, uh, people need the grace of God and especially even more, you know, the days are getting darker guys. You know what I mean? Like we need people out there who are going to shine their lights in that way. And, uh, you know, the Lord, the Lord did it and we needed to do it too right? We need to be concerned with things of God and not merely human concerns. The concern of God is his heart of seeing people saved and redeemed, right? That's always been the heart of God, the love of God. And we've got to know that so much within ourselves first, right? Know the love he has for you, get secure in that, and then share that with other people, regardless of how they respond 
to the good things that God has done for you. Not everyone is going to approve of it. Like I said, especially the religious community, because they have these boxes and this is how it's supposed to be. Right. But you know what? It doesn't work that way. I mean, there's plenty of evidence in the Bible that uh, the Lord didn't go by their rules. Right. You know, the Lord says that he is the Lord of the Sabbath, right? That the Sabbath was, uh, what's that scripture? I just read it today with my kids. Uh, it was, um, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath, right? You know, and Jesus is Lord of the Sabbath. So we have to get comfortable in the fact that he's our Lord and he's going to establish our routines. He's going to establish our rules and those rules don't establish us. You know what I'm saying? So if you're feeling all just uh, weighed down, you're not carrying your cross in the right way, you got to get a perspective shift and, uh, you know, ask the Lord to help you see how you need to really be carrying your cross. Carrying your cross is not going to bleed out to lead to burnout or stress and anxiety. Okay. That's the wrong cross you're carrying and you're probably more uh, caught up in the human concerns part of it. But anyway, you guys, I'm going to quit rambling. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast today. I hope you guys have an awesome rest of the week. Be sure to check out my YouTube channel, Daily Encouragement. It's on YouTube as a, duh, obviously, right? Um, I've been going live on Saturdays now, you guys. I changed the day, so be sure to join me on Saturday mornings. I'd love to see you guys. Um, Also, check out my Instagram. What is it? Daily underscore encouragement under Ashley, I think. You guys, just look up Daily Encouragement. You should be able to find me on there. There's, you know, my picture on there and... Um, I just, I've been sharing some different stuff lately, especially what's been going on in the world. You guys know how I feel about, um, God and politics. I think they go hand in hand. So, uh, you know, I've been sharing some different things on there, but anyway, I love you guys. Thanks for listening. I hope you have an awesome rest of the week. I'll see you guys next week. We're going to be talking about money. Uh, yeah, that'll be an interesting conversation. I'm not really sure where I'm going to go with that, but let's talk about money next week and you know, let's, uh, Let's have a sober conversation. So, all right, my friends, have an awesome rest of the day and I'll see you next time.